Yo, what's up all of our awesome fans out there, guys and gals and everything in between. Uh, this is the UPI podcast. Uh, it is presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Um, this week we got a couple great topics for you, some nostalgia, some funny stories. Learn maybe, you know, what's your bathroom habits? Maybe get you thinking, are you right in the bathroom? Um, I am Gene Labordi, uh, my co-host and uh, brother and my best friend, Stephen Labordi's hanging out over here. High fives. And then also we have our awesome producer doing basically all the hard work. We just get the goof around. She has to fix all the stuff. Is my beautiful wife, Rachel Labordi. Uh, once again, this is UBI Podcast. Fellas, ladies, uh, we got a little bit of merch out there. All right. If you want to support us, we tried to do it as cheap as possible. You can get yourself a UBI shirt and more will be to come. Um, I think they're pretty spiffy and uh, we tried to price it. So let's see some UBI shirts out the there. Regular folks. Yeah. And it goes up to the big sizes. The boy can wear them. All right. So uh, come along for the ride. Rachel, why don't you um, tell the folks. All the great people out there where they can find us. Okay. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Patreon. All of our social media handles are on the screen. So take a screenshot if you're watching the video. Um, or you can go to our website to find all of our links there. The website is aml.news.blog. Check out that website, fellas. That's going to be the easiest for all you. And that's where you can get yourself a new special shirt for you. Or a present for somebody. Uh, come along for the ride. Let's have some fun. All right. Topic we were talking about last night, me and Rachel. I got a little emotional with it. Did not cry, but I, I was. it was sparking up some things. First concert. Do you remember what your first concert is? Rachel could not. Well, you could remember in sync, but she couldn't remember like her first teenage concert. Yeah, I went to uh, the Warp Tour. My dad took me and a couple of my buddies to the Warp Tour with um, Blink-182 was there and uh, Rancid, which had, was like... Were you into Rancid at that time? Yeah. 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 Well, because I went to two Warp Tours, and uh, I just remember the first time I went, I was trying to fit in. So, like, the only black jeans I had, I think I might have cut them off a little bit. Okay. Like, and like a black shirt just to like try and, and it was so hot because it was on asphalt and I was dying and then I went the next year and I was like fuck that I'm wearing like white clothing it was so hot um and didn't enjoy it because yeah it was like the blink 182s and stuff and I was just getting to the point where I was like these aren't my people were there people skateboarding and there was people yeah they, if, they had like a ramp set up and stuff when I went they had kind of like an X Games thing going on too I don't remember that, but I, I, we got dropped off by a parent like right up front and went straight in, and like music just started, and I was ready to leave by like the second act. Yeah, well, your skin doesn't handle sun that well. Well, and it's also they do it in August. On when I went, it was like literally a gigantic parking lot with a stage. Mm -hmm. It was so hot. But my first concert, and I just told you about it before we started recording, and I. I it was cool because you were six years older than me, and I wonder if it was one of those things where you're like, Mom, buy me this ticket, and I'll take Jean. Because she wasn't ever worried of, like, that you would just let me fucking 
Yeah, nothing bad was going to happen. Yeah, but it was at the electric factory, and Seosin opened up for Coheed and Cambria, and that was just when I found Coheed. And I was like, this is the coolest band. I was telling people about it, and I was mad when they already knew about it because I thought I found, you know. Yeah, boy, you're not the only person who had an older sibling. Yeah, but. Coheed was that shit. You're talking like 2000 ish and he was in his prime because you've said you've seen him and he got all drunk and was like forgetting yeah, lyrics yeah I, yeah he's notorious for that but dude this concert blew i was telling all my friends how fucking cool i was and uh i i want to say buddy might have came yeah it was kyle atkins was there remember that would have been it was us two and two other friends Are you sure it wasn't thrice and coheed in cambria I'm almost a thousand percent. It was thrice in Coheed. Maybe. Because Seosin, I never saw a lot. Okay, maybe. I might have just, like I was saying last night, we were yeah, watching. I don't, I, I, it, it definitely was at the electric factory. Yeah. You're right there. And so, fucking dude, the cops came at the end and Coheed wouldn't stop playing. Because I think maybe the first performance went too long. And yeah. like, you know, they had the sound ordinance. So like cops were in the back at first. And, like, you know, I feel like talking to management, and they said, we're playing three more songs. And then, like, you could see people trying to work their way up, and they, I think, finished off. But, like, halfway through the concert, one of the fucking chandeliers they had, like, halfway fell down. Was there, like, mosh pitters pulling on it? Dude, the, the walls were vibrating. But no, because it's a higher ceiling. It wasn't people it just pulling it down. It just, yeah. Shook loose. People weren't checking on the screws on this thing. Yeah. So. Electric Factory is a great great venue dude i don't i couldn't tell you if they still do shows there or not uh but anyone in, in the tri-state area if you haven't been there it was a dope place but that's a fond memory i have because that was you taking my first concert and that's uh, a sick ass first concert to go to yeah i remember because because that's like you a, that was when you were you were still a little big you were yeah. still big so like we were able to get up not front but we were close i was close enough to be like I can see what the guitarist is doing with his hands and I yeah. was like yo he can sing and do that's this that's what I'm saying that wasn't really a concert that was like a show that was very good Claudio are, Sanchez is a are you positive did we have to drive a while to get there I think we got dropped off because I remember sitting three in the back I think you sat out front and then I sat between two of your buddies and I forget who they were and it might have Kyle Atkins I, I, I think might have been it mm -hmm. I don't know who the third was Might I don't think it was Clint no. But regardless, that was a fucking awesome concert. And then afterwards, fucking people smoking. Like, you know, we were waiting for a ride or whatever and smoking. I wasn't smoking, but I was like, dude, we're hanging outside a concert venue and people are smoking cigarettes. Cool. And just yeah. cooling off from that performance. Sweating, just covered. I'm completely wet with sweat. See, yeah, that's the thing you don't get at, like, a, a concert concert with seating. Like, when you go to a show, your body's on bodies. And no, dude, that I mean, was I. I wasn't mosh pitting, but there was definitely nah, jostling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in there, it's it'd be they pack it in, so like a mosh pit wouldn't happen. But it was like it's not the right music for that. Like, no, not mosh pitting, slam dance bullshit. Like do that at the hardcore show if you want to. You're into that. But, but like on their breakdowns, I remember just yeah, I, people would push each other just, around a little bit. And, yeah, and fucking picking each other up every once in a while. You see someone a little bit on top of someone that was. That was a good memory. I, that was a, a good first concert. And you were there. Um, I'm trying to think. The, the other the other show I took you to, besides Pearl Jam, uh, was it Thursday? Maybe? 
As tall as lions. As tall as lions. As tall as yeah, that was and that was when your ex-girlfriend's member, we yeah. took an actual taxi, and your ex-girlfriend's brother tried fighting the Jamaican taxi. This was before Uber, yeah. And all I can remember is the taxi driver going, I'll fuck you! I will fuck you! And he's egging it on. That kid was such an asshole. Yeah, remember we went to the fair, and he had a... You no, know, went to Six Flags. And he got kicked out. He was like of the bumper cars. He had to jump out and like run yeah, away from run security. Away from the ride. Fucking weirdo, dude. Some people just don't know how to behave. He's probably like rich now and successful, but he was such a client. Like, yeah, just making trouble, like some kind of autistic motherfucker. Not there's anything wrong with that. Hey, you know what? But, but he had like this weird like inclination to just be a douche. But yeah, and they would just like almost snap almost. And I was pretty young, so like I never, you know. Still learning the world, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why is he?" I remember him jumping out of his bumper car mm-hmm. and fucking jumping over the fence of the bumper car, and I'm like, "What the there, fuck just if happened?" I were, there weren't any. I mean, there wasn't even anybody to like impress. It was like me, you, Megan, and her brother. Maybe he had a girlfriend at the time, whatever that was there. But like, well, I think what it well, there was nothing cool guy like about it. bumper cars. You're still supposed to go around the track, but you hit into each other. I'm pretty sure he was going in reverse and like heading on people. Maybe enough to get kicked out of bumper yeah, cars. That, that's, it's that, either that or you caught smoking meth in them. Those things. They they probably. I mean, if you're smoking meth, you know, you got to try hard. Like you said, to get kicked out, to of, get bumper kicked out of a bumper. Car. Never been kicked off a carnival ride in my life. I don't plan to. I don't think I've ever been kicked out of. I don't, know. I don't think I've ever been kicked out of anywhere or anything. I'm so very non-controversial. I usually just put my back against the wall. I'm like, this is going to happen. Or I'm trying to stop people. I'm like, you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're the kind of guy who's like making sure no one does anything to bring any attention. And if you do. I just know I'm I'm easy to see. I'm an easy target, kind of, so no one around me is allowed to do Is stuff. allowed to act a fool, man. I uh, think, talking about Six Flags, I'll never forget the first time I couldn't fit onto a roller coaster. Oh, dude, I, was, I just was seeing something the other day, and tell your experience, I never have experienced that. You never that. put yourself in that position. Well, I haven't been to a theme park in a long time, and all like probably since high school. Maybe in college, but I was still, I was confident I'm going to be able to, I had no problem with that. that. Like, I was fat as fuck in high school. And we went to Six Flags during the summer. And at this point, I'm at least 350, at least. But, like, you know, I played sports and stuff, so I wasn't, like, the whale guy. But We hold a lot of weight in our thighs. Yeah, so the bar on one of these wooden, wooden coasters wouldn't, Go click down in. on my legs. Yeah, it wouldn't click. And, like, thank God someone came to help this girl push it down. Like, two people had to push it down to get it to click. They forced it in for you. Yeah. So I never had to get off. But that that day, I was mortified. And, of well, course, I never put myself in that position. Well, and you've again. always... I didn't get anxiety till later on. You were always pretty high anxiety, so... Especially about that. Because... I, with those rides, they don't just pop your seat. They had to pop everybody's seat, the way mm-hmm. those roller coasters work. Yeah. So then they would have to do a whole other round of, you know, they go around to everything and make sure it's clicked in. So they would have to redo that and watch you get off and walk away. Yeah. No Yeah. No one's not noticing what's happening. Well, now they have the, the seats out front of the line that you can test. 
Which is good, yeah. But even then, like... It's funny to think, like, 50 years ago, this was unheard of. I would... Honestly, now, like, if we won free tickets in a fucking airplane, I would go, because there's still, like, they have, like, there's, like, the movie theaters that, like, move and stuff. They have other attractions. I'd do that. I'd play some of the games, but I wouldn't even sit in one of those chairs. Yeah. That's why I was so upset, was that how did... Because I was anxious about my fat and you probably had to wait in line of course but you that know, wasn't so the, the, so you had 30 minutes of wait in line going god damn didn't please. even dawn on me didn't even dawn on me that i might not fit comfortably on the ride now was this a school trip or was it nah, just buddies it my going? buddies but it's not about who you're with i mean if it was a school trip that would be fucking awful. well i watched that happen to a school trip buddy i played football with he was always a second stringer and he was just built so weird we probably weighed the same but like yeah yeah he I just his build and i i watched that happen like a, a seat in front of me and i he i think the rest off? of the day yeah <sighs> and that's how i know they have to open up all seats yeah and he had to get off and i remember going i don't think i seen him the rest of the day like dude that's terrible i could probably went and cried i would have if if i was on a school trip and that happened to me and I well, think- they got it clicked in with two people, so I didn't have to get off. <laughs> Helen, <laughs> big old broad comes up. No, that I'll was get a cool thing. Girl. Some kid came up on like the low and just helped her push it down. Like it, there wasn't a huge scene, but there was a scene. Now, when, he, when but you, but I didn't have to get off. Thank God. When you were riding, was that tight on your legs? Like, did you lose some feeling in your feet? Yeah, but they were always tight on my legs. So yeah. you know what I mean. So. I knew that was going to happen on any roller coaster I went to. I think if I'm in that scene, I'm like, keep moving. I will die on this ride. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine. Yeah. Just go, go, I'll go. go. I'll hold on to something. Well, I think that's how. That's why I fell into the trap, because it was a wooden coaster. Yeah. So I wasn't even thinking, like, oh, the restraints are going to be crazy or anything like that, because there's no loop-to-loops on a wooden coaster. By the way, wooden coasters are the best coasters. They are violent. They can be, especially old It's ones. a lot of shake, but they're... They feel more... I don't know, like... The loop to loop shit on like uh, I don't know though the at Six Flags because I like I think it was eleventh grade or senior year. There's a field trip to Six Flags, and that's when I wit- witnessed my buddy not be able to get clicked in. But they just opened up the Superman ride, I think it is, and you sit down on like a thing. Yeah, you're li- laying, and it clicks you, and then you lay forward. Yeah, yeah. and that was the one time where I was like, I only got two clicks. <laughs> like I kind of I was like, so we're good, right? Because the whole time you're stomach down yeah. and doing loops and stuff. Steel coasters definitely have the advantage of speed. But something about like the climb, because every wooden coaster needs a climb. There's something so exhilarating about that. They can't go f- like burst speed like a steel coaster. But I guarantee you, if you asked any uh, roller coaster enthusiast, they would say wooden coasters are better. Well, because I, I rode the um, Top Thrill Dragster or whatever. And it was solely built to break the highest speed and highest peak. And I think it's, is that Bush Gardens, Rachel? Is that what that park's called? No, I, that's Six Flags. Is that Six Flags? I want to go to Kennywood. I haven't been there since, that's like, what, an hour from here? Not no, even. No, it's like 20 minutes. Because they have some classic-ass coasters there. Yeah. I'll do the log flume. You don't have to click in on the log flume. The log jammer? Is that what it's What'd lo- you call it? Log flume. Yeah, they call it the. It's always no, no, log. No, no, no. Log flume is definitely the right term. Yeah. I never heard it called they, anything Kenny else. Kenny Wood might call it the log jammer. Well, the ride is called the log jammer. But a log flume, I think everyone agree. That's you a, sit in a, a log, <laughs> a plastic log. Yeah. Um, 
By the way, those rides where you splash water all over the place, I get why kids love them. But when you see like four adults on it, it's kind of like <laughs> guys. Well, it's one of those things too because you kind of sometimes can get the, wet or and not, not, jul, mid July and you get a little wet. You're already sweating and you're like, I am getting now. I'm chafed. There's chafing happening. I used to love happening. standing on the platform where the water splashed too. Oh, of course, when As you're a little child, kid, right? Or even as, as a, teenager. a teenager. No, uh, yeah, I'm saying like if you go on a double date with your wife and s- your buddy and his wife, like go on the log. I don't know. Hey, if you want to get the picture, it definitely d- the line is usually tolerable at the log flume. They're quick. They got like four of them going. Yeah, I can't even. I don't care how cool a roller coaster is. I'm not. I will never stand in line for over like an hour. I loved roller coasters, and it hurts knowing that like. I got to do a lot of work to be able to get back on a roller coaster. Not all of them, because a lot of these modern rides accommodate the idea that people are are heavier now. But it's like, are you going to risk it? Me, I would never. Well, the thing is, is they have the seat out front to test. Yeah, there's definitely roller coasters now that you could definitely go on because there's way fatter people out there. But uh, what I want to go, and I know the water is gross, and you'd get an earache. But, yeah. like, is there weight limits to, like, water park rides? No. Unless you look, can't fit in the tube. Now, if the only thing I can do is the lazy mile, I ain't going. <laughs> but, like, I fucking, dude, I used to love that deep-ass slide. I'd never been on one of those because of the ear infections. I yeah. didn't fuck around because that water is... Oh, it's not water. It's chemical and piss. Yeah. And at that age, like, I couldn't even... Even our own pool would give me oh, fuck infections. It. The wave pool, dude? That's... I've been in a wave pool. I've been on, like, the... uh like, we used to go down the Delaware River in the inner tubes. That shit was fun as fuck. Man, dude, I was just, you just uh, thinking about this. You just the bottom because there was glass and metal down there. <laughs> there was the lazy, I forget. Yeah, but it's it, called the lazy river everywhere, basically. But, yeah, but no, it's like just a, a river and, like, you get a tube. Oh, a real river. Yeah. Called the lazy river. I forget what it's called, but there was one. I remember we the grew co- up in the same place. <laughs> I know. It, it was, like, probably, like, 45-minute drive. But, like, you're just seriously chilling on an inner tube, going down, like, a slight creek or river or whatever. That's what I'm talking about. For, like, three, four yeah, hours. Yeah, that's what I said on the inner tubes. I was thinking that they had, like, in water parks, they have lazy rivers. Yeah, that's they have that. That, that. That's the lazy river. Okay, well, this is something, it's not it's a man, not, it's not a man built, but. It's not called the lazy river. Okay, uh, chilling ass tube I ride. I think you're talking about the, the uh, Delaware River country. Where you would drive up towards like uh, Washington Crossing, or further, and do a day trip on a inner tube on the real river. Yeah, like you check in, you pay. It's yeah. like a, a thing. Yeah, they do. Or tours. sometimes they'll take you on a bus. I thought maybe they took you on a bus up. Yeah, there. they do. Yeah, they, I do. They have a commercial that's still. That's on what TV. I was thinking. Yeah. It's a dude with like a bleach blonde beard, and he's got his fake breasted wife there and his kids. And he goes, come on down to this. And they push him into the river. It's yeah. like the cheapest done commercial. Like crazy Rick or some shit. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. just thinking about that the other day. Yeah, it's just a Delaware River. They, you know, they do all kinds of tours. Because um, that is a good time. Definitely. But well, I don't know why you would go on a tour, because if you do it by your... Well, I guess most people well, this are not this isn't a tubes. Yeah. Not necessarily a tour, because there's no No, it's just channels. a group. It's a group. Yeah. But... If you go with like your 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 friends and shit, you can just get fucking wasted. That was the yeah, and you just piss straight and keep going down. Yeah. The water's relatively clear. I wish I wish we could uh we could translate the story of you tipping a canoe 
uh, on that one trip with Rachel. Oh my I, God! I th- that would be a whole episode. And I, I don't think know we if talked could about do it maybe, justice. dude. That hurt physically. I was spent. I've gone through summers of hell through football. Didn't equate to. I was not ready for this. They said, "No, it's super easy. We tie up." I'm like, "All right, this is cool." And fucking, we kept. They were like, "Eh, the river's a little low or whatever." I had a drag ass halfway through this on rocks. Tipping a couple times, sandwiches wet. That sucked yeah. ass. And then had to go back and sleep in a tent. Yeah, which you're not fond of anyway. And it was just an open field. And, like, there was a house there if you want to use the bathroom. But, like, oh, that was rough. We never went back again. And they Yeah, we were year. invited every year. <laughs> At least you got invited back. Could have been that bad for well, them. I remember the night before, I was fucking got ten. Yeah, set you got up. way too fucking yeah. sh- shitty. The n- and and, and didn't I, realize you were going on a real fucking canoe well, trip. I, I can get up and go. I'm excited, but I even when I first got into it, the second I got in, I tipped it. I go, get never done this before. I was fine. The second we hit a low point, and I look forward, I'm like, that's even lower than this. I go, we got. Six hours of this of dragging the canoe to the point where Rachel's dragging me because I'm so tired. That's the funniest. Look like such a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's great. Um, I don't. I can't think of like a, a nightmare trip I've had like that for me personally. Every trip I go on, there's there's yeah, a piece there's a nightmare. Yeah, like my memory of that trip was fun. Like I had a good time. It wasn't traumatic. There was times that way. were fun, but you a lost, lot of it. I, I, at one point, you lost it. Yeah, I snapped and I go, how much longer, guys? You can't recover from uh, emotional uh, period. Like, when you snap, anybody. Once you snap, you can't recover during the same activity. Because I'm holding it together. I go, I don't know anybody. Yeah. This is Rachel's work with. friends. And then when I get to the point, they're like, oh, we're finally hitting a deep point. Let's all tie up. I go, no, I'm cool. And there were too many people to, like, and they didn't know you well enough to, like, have fun with it. Or like accommodate you, because I mean so they were just going, and you were like, I was able to in. laugh off two incidents, and then I got to the point where I looked over early in the trip, the dude's girlfriend was dragging him, and I could hear people say like, "Look at that guy, she has to drag him through the rocks, get out of the canoe and pull it." And I got to the point where I was so tired, I was like, "I don't care about any of these fucking people, mm-hmm. Rachel. It's your turn." Yeah, yeah, you lost it. It happens because right. it would have been a great time. The the tipping, that's funny, whatever. Fat guy falls down, whatever. I learned how to do it. It's my first time. If it didn't we didn't just bottom out for four straight hours, I would have had a good time. And if you've never been in a canoe, they're not as stable as people probably think they are if they've never been in one. Well, I'm very top like not top I'm top heavy, but I also have a long torso, so it just doesn't really work. No, it's a, it's everybody. They're not that stable. You gotta it's learn not, your hip movements. It's not your fucking body type. Canoes are wobbly. You know. Can we get some fucking stabilizers on this thing? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go on a canoe now. It's been. A long I want to. I'm gonna go. I I think I could do good in a kayak because you sit a lot lower. Yeah, you're like in the water. That's. I think I would do a lot better on that. Yeah. Um, question came up the other day that I was thinking that's pretty funny. Because uh, I don't think I can remember. Did you ever poop or pee your pants in school or at a friend's house when you were younger? I got a sleepover or something. No. I think I actually, in first grade, I might have pooped myself. But clearly it wasn't that traumatic. Yeah. Rachel, have you ever? I peed my pants once because my friend peed her pants. 
talk about a follower. Girls are weird. <laughs> she was embarrassed that she didn't want to be. So you did Billy Madison? Kind of. I was like, I'll pee my pants too. And then we were like, both had to like go get a change of clothes. Yeah, that was actually stuff. like a really nice thing to do, I guess. Because I do remember like, didn't you have like a sleepover early on that like you like the parent had to call mom and dad to come pick you up in the middle of the night because you were like. I was. When I would go to, like, our grandparents' house and stuff, like, I would get homesick and mom and dad would have to come pick me up. But it wasn't because I, like... Not because you peed your pants, but you No, I, I would cry and pe- and mom and dad would have to come pick me up. That was until I was, like... Because I think it happened at Barry's house. I'm remembering one time it happened I slept over his house a lot. But no, when you were, like, young, young, you know. Maybe not. Maybe in, like, third grade or something, I was like, I don't want to sleep here anymore. I was a fucking... Definitely a bitch. You're a problematic kid. I just didn't. It, I was fine until it was bedtime. I mean, shit. <clears throat> my, our parents had to come pick me up. What's that? An hour and a half drive. That's what I say to mom and pop-up's house. Yeah. So I'm surprised Dad's not on the phone. Like, fucking put whiskey in his mouth. Put him to sleep. I ain't driving that right now. I. I you're right. I and they surprised. want. They probably were halfway in the bag. That was a risky drive for them. They were doing. Yeah, but they came and got me. Because, yeah, now that you say it, like, why wouldn't our grandparents just be like, he'll be fine. He's just going to have to cry himself to sleep. I must have been a hell of a fucking crybaby to actually get my way. I remember first day kindergarten, for maybe for whatever early memories of kindergarten, I went into the bathroom and cried my eyes out for mom so bad. And the teacher just being like, She's at work. She can't come get you. Yeah, you're and I here. just fucking cried in the corner for because at kindergarten's half a day. Mm-hmm. I just I, it felt like a century that I just had to sit there and cry was, while kids are playing puzzles and stuff. It was culture shock, huh? It was so bad. I was I literally was like, I want my mommy. And yeah. were you the only one? In that, I, class I, like in that situation, I remember going like, how come no one else is like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised because like you know you weren't like an only child. Well, well, you know, whatever. and I usually uh, accommodate quick or whatever the word is. I usually acclimate, acclimate pretty quick mm-hmm. because then I remember like her mom saying like there's been times like when I moved into college, I was like, nah, you guys are good. Mom, dad, you can leave. I already have friends. And they were like, well, we were going to go get dinner. Yeah, like, we talked about that. It was kind of a dick move. Hey, you were trying know. to fit in. But um, um, I was fine. Alter, I mentioned I like going to school in elementary school. I didn't, yeah, the first week, I always was very excited for the first week of school, especially because back then, you didn't get, like, now, your parents, a month before you go, you know what class you're in, what all the kids are in your class. you just get a card in the mail. (laughs) It would be a report to this, at this time, your bus shows up. Your bus stop, yeah, you just go, but, um. And I was excited that first day you showed up the homeroom, going, you're, yeah, dude. Who's in my class, um, but. Going from fifth grade to middle school, bro, if I could have, I would have dropped out of school. I was so scared. Really? Mortified. Absolutely terrified. I thought, I i don't even know what I thought. You know what? I was lucky. It was such a change. I had, Jim is a year ahead of us, our neighbor, hood kid that I grew up with. So you were just by yourself mm-hmm. at that point when you were making that shit. It was just our house by ourselves. Um, so I had Jim 
that already went, and then we had uh, yeah. two other kids in the neighborhood that were two years older than me. Yeah, and you knew them. And I knew them, yeah, we played, you know. Yeah, I was like, the only intel I had was what our cousin Tiffany told me. And uh, she scared the shit out of me, and fucking. Were you afraid to do a locker? I remember that was the practicing your locker. Yeah, I think there was some, it was just the whole thing was too much for me. But what? I got through it. But I, the one, the my seventh grade year, going into s- uh, seventh or eighth grade, I couldn't wait for seventh grade. I broke my leg during the summer playing basketball. Basketball, and this it was it was no it was right before Christmas break. This is what happened. I broke my ankle like a few days before Christmas break, and I had to get a cast on. And going back to school after Christmas break, uh. You know, here's a fat kid, uh, you know, whatever. I fucking got off the bus when they dropped us off to go to home or whatever, and I fucking slipped on some ice and fell in front of You know how they used to drop off like seven buses on yeah. at once? I made point right there by the Bruh. lunchroom. Fatty fall down with this cast. It was the only time I've ever had a cast in my life then and since. I've never broken a bone. Uh... You can't afford a cast right now, Stephen. I'll be taping you up with some fucking pieces of wood and duct tape. For real. But that was fucking... That was probably the most embarrassing. I thought you were going to say... I I was excited for... I I could not wait for the sixth grade going into seventh grade because then you can finally play scholastic sports. I could not wait for that fucking summer to get over to go play football. Yeah, I never wanted the summer to be over, ever. Because we both experienced, like, we were too heavy to play peewee football. Yeah, but at that, a lot of people go through that. Yeah, but no, like, I was like, dude, I know I'm going to do good. Because they yeah. had, like, the 116 pound. I was like, bullshit. The 110 team, that's what yeah. they called it. You guys are going to get hurt playing with the real boys. Yeah, it was like flag, basically flag football. But yeah, never shit my pants. Uh, I don't have any good shit in my pants stories or pee in my pants stories. Well, that's why I bring this up. So, last night, um, I pooed my pants a little bit. Yeah? Every time I pee, I fart. I think a lot of men. Yeah, what happens is the prostate, there's there's pressure down there on with the prostate and the bladder. And when they shrink, when you relieve yourself, all this room opens up suddenly. I don't fart every time I pee, but it Maybe happens. not every time, but sometimes they're the best feeling farts. They're usually loud, too. Well, me and Rachel were up really late, and uh, I go to pee right before I go to bed, and I go to fart. feels like a normal fart, just a real mm-hmm. quick one. And while I'm peeing, I'm like, damn, that fart stinks. And I, you know, my underwear is still on my butt. Well, I go to move, and I go... Oh, and I pulled them down and uh, just a little splattering. It was about the size of a half dollar. Oh, yeah, that's I would say that's officially shitting yourself. That was uh, it was it wasn't wet, wasn't solid. It was a mixture like spackle. Yeah. And perfectly stuck to it. But enough where it was on my butt cheeks because I wear tight underwears and I freaked. <laughs> spray you know, splattered and then spread a little, little bit because I, I, dude, I'm like, dude, that fart stinks. And uh, Friday was National Cheesesteak Day, and uh-huh. I didn't get one. So yesterday, being Saturday, we ordered from a new place, subpar cheesesteak, but it, you know, got a little of the job done. 
Uh, yeah, and then I'm like, I'm very in the bag, and it's very late at night, and I go, Rachel, because I the sun's like starting to come up she wakes up and i go i think i pooped my pants and she was like what are you she's half asleep so i had to throw the underwear out and get a shower at like five o'clock in the morning you see your underwear out i'm i'm at the point with uh a lot of these underwears the ones to, that i'm wearing they're on their last you leg need to, you need to get there's a little hole anyway. there's some you know you have a weird memory of this though because we went to bed that is okay. Yeah, you got up. You couldn't find me. You went walking around the house yelling because you didn't see me in the bed. And you then we're hiding from me, <laughs> apparently. And then you went to go to the bathroom. So then, you were like blackout drunk. I remember. No, you were you were sleeping for like two hours. Yeah, and then you got up. So actually, now you said like I remember going to bed, but I mean I was. Why did you I was wake on. Rachel up? I don't know. I was panicked, dude. I've been having some. He I, didn't see me. He thought I wasn't in the bed, so he was and like, the "Hello." Sun, and hello. the sun was up, too. So that was what was throwing me off, because it could have been twelve o'clock in the afternoon. I don't, you know. But I was confused. I was dazed and confused. Yeah, because if you if you wet fart and need to change and get a shower, like. I think I yelled for you before I did Yeah, he woke me up before. Because we have a lot of, we have the dogs and we have a lot of blankets. So I I woke up, looked over. So you were dazed and confused. Yes. Okay. And then I went to go take, you know, pee in the middle of the night, early morning at this point, and sharded my pants. Shit your pants? Yeah, I see, I I don't even consider that shit in your pants. No, and the weird thing. If there's a fart involved, it's really not shit in your pants. The weird thing is, is I have done a shard. And immediately, the second I go, oh, man, this, it fucking, it just was a. Yeah. I didn't even, it didn't touch. That's why my first question was, did you shit on the floor? Because (laughs) I I pictured him peeing with his pants down. Oh, yeah. And then farting while he's peeing. And then, like. (laughs) Yeah, plopping on the ground. (laughs) That was a tough shower to get. Because I tried, you know, I used toilet paper to clean myself up. And then was in the shower, just like disappointed in myself. Well, it happens, you know. Which is funny. Literally, like two, three days before, I was watching a podcast, and they said, "What is the acceptable amount for a grown man to shit his pants?" And they were like, one to two times a year, maybe, without having the flu. That sounds about right. I guess. Well, and they, they were saying shark counts as shitting your pants. Yeah, like. If you if you're if you're throwing your underwear out because of shit more than once or twice a year, like you need to get it together a little. I could have totally saved the underwear, but they that, already that, had they had a hole in them. That's not the point. But yeah, yeah. She yeah. yeah. needs to get it together. Yeah, that's that's too often. That but means I that means your digestive system is riled up. I was trying to think when was the last time I sharded or shit my pants, and I nothing came to memory. Yeah, but you don't have a great memory. Yeah, definitely within the year. When was the last time I shit my pants, Rachel? Like less than a month ago, I feel like. Nuh-uh. You say that it a lot. I'll jokingly say I fart and I shitted my pants, but I'll have some stains in there every once in a while. I mean, I'm... I'm I know. definitely have a memory in the last Well, now we months. know. April 2nd, or April 1st. <laughs> April <laughs> Fool's April Day. Fool. Yeah, right. <laughs> It shouldn't be nebulous. You should know. 
That's, I think, the problem. That's what I'm getting at. It shouldn't be like... I don't think it's a, uh, it happens all the time. Because I frequently, if I feel anything in my stomach, I will go sit on the toilet. Yeah, you do put in time on that toilet. I just... Th- that was the thing that was weird about this, is like... I didn't have a bellyache or anything. Now I was half asleep and dazed and confused, but I was peeing. So I was like, I'm trying to push a fart, and then a little something came out with it. No, just keep an eye on it. Yeah, if I start, you know, happening all the time, we'll just I, throw me out because I ain't <sighs> dealing with this shit all the time. I don't even think the, the trash guys will even take you, dude. They might be like, you need to call the county. Eh, we tip them $20 every year on Christmas. They'll throw me in there probably. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't have to find out. Uh, do smoke break? Sure. All right, back from smoke break. Thanks for tuning in, guys and gals, gals and guys. Um, I got a pretty important topic to bring up uh, that is pretty important in our lives because for a long time, mom was always the entertainer, Christmas parties and things like that. Mm-hmm. We've had pretzel talk pretty in-depth. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about crackers and cheese and pepperoni, the accoutrements of yeah. parties. Yeah, that's a classic snack. And I wonder if younger people are still bringing that to the table. Well, let's start here. What is your favorite cracker? It's a tough one, right? Are we counting Triscuits as a cracker? Yes. Some of the flavored Triscuits are really fucking good. But for pepperoni and cheese, probably... Clubhouse? Just your... Uh, the club cracker, yeah. So that's what I was Green thinking, box, right? So, because we also always had a lot of times, mom would do the uh, cheese ball. You know, it's got like nuts on the outside, yeah, it's like that. a brie like cheese. You need a, a stiff cracker. A clubhouse will break. Ritz is nah. Like, Ritz suck. I hate the circular basic Ritz. They're so buttery. They're so salty, and I love butter. Because with with the Triscuits, because I I was thinking, I was like... Not with pepperoni. Triscuit and pepperoni is too much The non-flavored, you can do a Triscuit, pepperoni, mustard, and cheese. Yeah, but if I'm buying Triscuits, it's not the basic one. So I'm not going to count it as a cracker for this combination. Oh, well, well, just by crackers. So if it's just crackers alone, Uh, the flavored... Yeah, I, I eat them out of the box just as a snack. Those flavored ones are fucking good. There's yeah. not a bad one in the house. I mean, some red nose, but yeah. They have um, like one that's like a red bean rice cracker or some shit. That one's not very good. But overall, yeah, they're delicious. Um, and you kind of feel like, I feel like when I mean a, a Triscuit, I'm like, it's kind of like a, uh, what's the cereal? Uh, Raisin Bran? No, uh, the ones that are fucking bricks. Frosted oh, mini, mini wheats. I'm like, that's like a wheat thing. This feels a little bit healthier. That's than my some... go-to cereal. The fro- the mini frosted. Yeah, not the log. The fucking log. Can you even buy that anymore? I've never. No, I always hate. I, I'm not the biggest cereal guy. I'd hate when I'd fucking go to get cereal in the house. Big ones. Are like yeah, this? two of them fill up the bowl and they never yeah, soak it's, up. The... Yeah, it's so impractical. They either are completely dry or just become a fucking sponge. Well, yeah, as soon as you put milk on them, a minute later, it's just like a mush. But that's kind of good. And there's been times where I feel like 
mom shop and she'd do it quick and wouldn't get the frosted ones and just a non-frosted. Yeah, you can't even buy that anymore. I don't think. <laughs> I, don't think I think they became illegal. Just in mainly, 02. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna eat that, you might also just eat. I don't even know. So, all right. So, if, if you were, which you don't, uh, if you were to entertain at your place, you're gonna do a. Uh, so you do a Super Bowl party. You're definitely gonna have a cracker, cheese, and pepperoni plate. Definitely. Even Gots to have even it. if selfishly for me. Right? That's one of those things. And I I've talked to people that they're like, I don't even Yeah, it, that's why I was saying I feel like younger people, um, like of our age bracket or younger, like that's like old fashioned cornball food. Because even no, when it's crackers and ch- charcuterie, that's like the big thing now. Yeah, but not at a Super Bowl party. I can imagine a lot of people mm-hmm. not thinking See, I because charcuterie is going to have other things as well. No, a a cheap person or a college person or myself, a charcuterie board is cheese and crackers. Maybe a couple like grapes to look fancy. Hey, we can call it you know what it is to make it look fancier. I'll call it a charcuterie board, but it's crackers, cheese, and pepperonis. And if you really want to get fancy, the hard salamis. Or, dude, the summer sausage they used to have in those fucking Christmas boxes. Yeah. That shit was banging. It's weird, but it's good. It's like a sweet meat. So, but listen. What's the cracker you're going to put, you know, say you, I'm going to do it up. I'm trying to impress somebody. What it, What's going to be on that fancy plate? Those uh, toasted crackers. That's what I was gonna say. There's the assortment. Yeah, they're really good. They're like different. There's cr- like a grain. They're like different grain crackers, and they have a little ton, like a really minor flavor to them. Some of them, but they're uh, they're way classier than your basic box cracker. Mm-hmm. Now, are you gonna get the already sliced pepperonis? Because no. mom always got the the log, the log, I but it I doesn't cut well. No, I don't do the pre-sliced. I don't. I, I fucking loathe. I'll eat it if someone. But I would never do pre-sliced cheese. See, I, I will do that in convenience. Nah. I, you know how I eat my cheese and crackers? With a plate, with crackers, and a stick of cheese and a knife. And I fucking custom cut every piece of cheese. Now, have you I'm been a doing, cheese whore, bro. Have you been doing the, like, I know sometimes you can't be patient, but are you letting that cheese sit for a little mm, bit? No. So I taught you that trick, and yeah, it's a and thousand it times work. better. It does work, but... Uh, when I get a hankering for some sharp cheddar cheese, white ch- cheddar, I'm, I can't wait for it. Cracker Barrel up. only, right? I'll eat other cheeses, but if I'm buying it, yeah, I'm going Cracker Barrel. The age reserve. But, and dude, any cheese that's in, that's in a stick or a block, I'm eating it. Now, I, you won't. I, you don't like them, but are you going to have a little bowl of olives in there? Fuck no. Now, if I have, like, if somebody is throwing the shindig with me and they want to put olives out, that's fine. But it's not, I'm let's, not. Let's say, hey, uh, Manscaped wants to meet with us. They want to meet us at our own place. And we go, we want to meet at Steven's apartment. Mm-hmm. Are you going to spice it up, put olives on there, try to make it look better? No. But not because, like, <clears throat> not because it would cross my mind that, like, fuck olives. It would just. You would have to suggest it for me even consider ever. Like You've I, never bought an olive never, in your life. Never and won't. And See, that's, I used to fucking, mom be like, get out of the fridge. I'm like putting black olives on my finger. Mm. Now, if I wanted to fancy it up, I would get a hard salami. That is. A hard salami. And I would get, um, 
Gherkin pickles, the little guys. Yep. I slam them. They're good. But other than that, like, you don't need to go all crazy with the charcuterie board. And so breed cheese, any of those, you know, sometimes nah, they- that mad cow shit. <clears throat> mad cow, but like the, the cheese balls with the nut on them. Sometimes they have like the yellowish cheese. I know exactly what you're talking about. I would never buy that, but if someone like insisted that will look nice, I would be like, okay, we could do that. I remember mom always get that, and she had the fancy, she had a special butter knife that had a turkey on the end of it that was always yeah, meant yeah, just yeah. for the brie just, cheese. Just for the brie cheese. <laughs> now, what, how do you feel? Because I never liked it. And anything with cream cheese, I'm about. But there's that thing where it's just, you just put a brick of cream cheese and then you pour like, it Sauce looks like on jam it on it. Yeah, it's, I don't know what, it's a sweet, it's like a sweet and tangy. Nah, that's like one of those, it's like the the Black Rhino. It's like dying its last breath. No one's doing that anymore. And I feel like that might be like a regional thing. I feel like someone in Mexico, or someone in California is like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah. is it actually a block of cream cheese or does it just look like that? No, it's it's a block of cream cheese and I don't know what it is they put on there it looks like sweet and sour sauce almost that they just put on top of it and it's supposed to scoop it and put it on a cracker and eat it yeah but I mean in our household because like uh our mom had me eating um bagels with cream cheese and jelly on it when I was young and I grew out of that quick and I was like why did no wonder I'm fat like Jesus Christ that is a nice mix-up every once in a while. What I'll do... I haven't had that since I was 11. I don't have jelly around a lot, but every once in a while, I'll make a bagel, and I'll put cream cheese on both sides, and then just on half of half of the bagel, I'll do I'll just put a little on there. So then I can kind of have savory, savory, and then the last few bites have a little sweet on there. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going all savory with the bagel. Just pure Philadelphia cream cheese, nothing, nothing else. People who put... Uh, Locks on their bagels, like some people love fish. They just fucking. We love just fish. never had it. I think that's. I've implied. tried it. I not one bite, and I was like, "Why would you do this?" Yeah, and it's expensive. And people who what lot they fucking love. Yeah, that shit. that's smoke saying they have to have it. Speaking of uh, locks, I was watching this movie. Long story short, it was about this lady who's a troll, but she doesn't know she's a troll. But then she meets another guy who's got the same troll blood in them anywho they were eating straight locks off a plate and that's what they liked that's what troll people like it's called you have to tell me that i'll watch that it's I, called, I love trolls anything with a troll in it it's a swedish film called border but something about the swedes dude that one movie we've talked about yeah but before. it's all part of their like their, culture yeah. their uh their culture and Folklore, their heritage kind of. yeah they're big on the trolls but uh the troll power is that they can smell human emotion so she works at a, uh, she's security for a, um, uh, what's the thing, like a, a, the boat, the ferry boat, which are really big and like. Yeah, because there's a bunch of islands yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so it's a big part of their transportation system. So she works the, the security. So she just makes sure no one freaks out? She's no, like, she can smell when people are nervous and shit. Oh. Have drugs on them. But she's hideous. She looks like a, per she looks like a person. But one with like some kind of deformation, and her dad doesn't tell her she's half trolls. She doesn't know her whole life. She just thinks she's a really ugly sh human. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's pretty good. I Border. love trolls. There's something else on FX. It was a, a short, and it's a comedy, and it's all it is is a troll, and he looks like a troll. He knows he's a troll, but he's like a, a internet troll, and he visits his therapist, 
and it's they're like ten minute videos. Okay. FX does a lot of those. Sure. They do a lot of horror ones too. I'll have to show it to you, but it's it's just, it's just called Troll on FX. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But anyway, they eat locks by the plateful, just the locks. Because I'm trying to, like I do, I can do a shrimp. I love shrimp cocktail, but I think I just like cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce is banging. I can't think of anything else to eat it with aside from shrimp. And obviously, like, you know, a beer-battered shrimp. It's all breading. It's just a fried food. See, I can't do if it's not baby shrimp. I don't want You it. used to like uh, clam strips. Clam sh- fried clam strip. Yeah. Which, once again, it's just a fried If you breading. gave me a clam, like, fresh out <sighs> of the shell. <laughs> no. Speaking of, of weird seafoody things, I was watching uh, this Korean horror film, which sucked. But, like... They eat like, you know how you would maybe get a uh, a, a, a can of tuna fish, and like eat it with crackers or something. They have like the weirdest fucking like canned like snails and shit, and like that is like they'll stop at the, their version of Seven Eleven and get that as a snack in this disgusting looking liquid. But like, uh, it's so Dude, gross, bro. I, I know someone from college. That when you get a can of tuna, like I have to like mayo, mustard, seasonings to make a tuna mustard? salad. Same, just a tiny bit. Okay. And same with egg salad and uh, chicken salad. A little mustard in there, just to give it a little color and just a little tang in there. Not much. They would open the can of tuna and drink. That's fucking horrifying. And I when I found out, and they were like, "It's just salt water," and I was like. <laughs> Dude, it's so gross. It's not just salt water. That fucking flu probably has so yeah, much it's like disgusting preservative water and like heavy metals and shit from the cannery. They like... didn't want it to go to waste. That person also eats sardines oh, and uh, oh, fuck. What else? Oh, uh, cl- clamato Cana- juice. Yeah. Canadians. That's they love that shit. They swear like I just seen it. In the, I remember like a couple trips at the grocery store ago. I go, holy shit, clamato juice. That's like. Never it's, seen it before. It's probably been there forever. Yeah, they've had it. Because they, they had to buy, our friends bought it. I just always said, okay, I get tomato juice. What the fuck is clam Who juice? Who even thought to do and that? And no one can give me an answer of what clam juice is. Like, well, it's the juice from a clam. I it's go, the same thing so as. So what is that, seawater? Yeah, it's the same thing as that tuna fish water. <laughs> Which. Because uh, I do like a Bloody Mary. Just one every once in a while. But the Caesar. Ugh. They love it. You try to shove that shit down everybody's throat. Luckily, I'm allergic, so I can just—I have a good excuse. I have a good excuse too. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I, uh, off. Me- this is sparking off my memory. We're talking about bowling. Back when you were drinking, did you ever do a whiskey pickleback? Mm-mm. You know what that is? No. It's. I can guess. Yeah, it's take a shot of whiskey and then a little shot of uh, pickle juice. It's like a hangover preventer. No, it's it, because the pickle juice immediately takes over the, the taste of whiskey. Yeah, just clean. Oops. Sorry, fellas. Speaking of coheed. Um, but I've, I've been to a bar where they take a big Jewish pickle and cut it and take out the insides and make it a shot glass. So they put the whiskey in the pickle shot glass and you eat the pickle. Cool. It actually does. It, it's, it sounds so fucking gross. But it actually does work very well to get rid of the burn of the whiskey. It's just when you talk about stuff, it just makes me think like how much, how much time it took me to stop drinking and like 
how I never had fun at a bar. I don't think ever. It was impossible. It was impossible to quit drinking. It's just fucking. It's just well. Wild. It, I think I moved away when I was eighteen to go to college. So I had completely new friends and didn't know the area. Broke, so like I couldn't even go to bars when I turned twenty-one. Yeah. Like you were in the area, you kind of had a job, and like you had yeah, friends I, that you were going to like their dads' bars. Just any bar. I've been to clubs. Wait, you know, fuck a club, but yeah, I'm, I've never been a. I'm a big drinker, but I, I'm not a bar guy, really. Yeah, I was never a social drinker. It was never fun for me in that regard. Not since it was like keggers in high school. Anywho, keggers are a good thing. They were fun. Yeah, everybody should go to a kegger at least once in their life in high school. Um, another topic I have here. Uh, just to keep things moving along. Um. Towel. What's your towel situation? Now, it's probably going to be similar because we grew up in the same household. But now that you're on your own, mm-hmm. one, how many towels do you have? Two, how often are you cycling through them? I have about, I have a lot of towels, actually. The whole bottom of my sink on one side is towels. So I probably have like 12 towels, which okay. for a single guy, it's plenty of towels. Well, and also in our house, we never, we had fancy towels for decoration. But yeah. we always had mismatching towels. We had bleach stained towels with a fucking hole yeah, in them. Towels, a towels, a towels, towels, a towel. But uh, so how? I use them. I always have two dirty towels in circulation. One hanging on the hook on my door, and one on the towel bar next to the shower. And now, I'll, what are you using those for? Is one a hand dryer? No, they're both. I have a separate towel hanging for. Uh, in my bathroom, I have a, that decorative towel. I don't use that. That's just decorative. It's for sure. I use the towel that I to to rinse my hands. So what do you got? Like two hooks and then a, I got a fancy hook, hook. I got what for the show towel? In your bathroom, how many hooks total? I have one on the back of the door, and I have a bar outside of the shower. Okay. And then I have like the decorative one by the toilet. Um, but I always have two going at once. And I use each one three times, and I wash them both. Okay. Unless, you know, like sometimes I just get in the mood to put bleach on the ground and clean my floor. Uh, Dude loves bleach. Keeping them in business. Listen, girls, I keep a clean bathroom. It does. And a clean Now, watch your clothes. Don't put your pants on the ground because they will ruin. Yeah. I have special sweatpants I use to clean my bathroom. (laughs) It's my bathroom pants. It's practical. I'm a practical guy. It gets the job done. And it does. We grew up, we like to smell bleach. I miss it when it's Some people hate it. I love it. Every once in a while, because we have like three different sheets. And the white ones, I go, Rachel, please bleach these. Or at least my... uh, Pillow covers because I love oh, the smell dude, of bleach. That nostalgic smell. And it, for us, it is definitely. And sometimes I'll take a really bad Duke, and my toilet will get clogged, and you know I, I plunge it, get it all flushed out, and I'm just like, I'll feel better if I leave bleach in the toilet for a couple. How months. often does that happen? Is the plumbing weak there? The plumbing's fine. I have big, healthy, but very solid. We've talked about bowel the, movements. The kratom makes a solid. It turd. makes a perfect turd, bro. But, I'm jealous. But you I'm about know, to start doing kratom just for that. I'm not. I told. I suggested that. Just take a couple spoonfuls a day, just to fucking have nice, solid bowel movement. It really is an upgrade. But you'll go a couple days without a bowel movement, right? Once I get on a schedule. Now, here's the thing. I only eat one meal a day. 
I'm kind of I I I snack and then eat a big dinner. Most of the time, I'll have a bowel movement every day. But yeah, sometimes I'll skip a day. And then that next one is the one you're looking forward to it. Where does it hurt? No, but it's big and it probably clogs. And then the bleach comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, it's like now, a uh, ritual. Now, which are we're gonna get back to towel talk because I'm interested in that. But what is your protocol of when it's clogged? How do you? Because I always have a hard time because I can't deal with poop. Yeah, you get grossed out. And now, luckily, I got my, my toilet's called the Grand Champion Three, and it's the selling point is it can flush seven golf balls. And I was like, I want that one. I've only once seven golf balls Damn, since we've badass. had it. It's only clogged once, and that was something was going on. I used a lot of toilet paper, um, but I always have a hard time because you plunge, flush. Like I do, like four flushes to get that plunger as clean as possible. This is what I do. Now I can do this because I I live alone, but if I have to use my plunger, once I I get the clog removed and the bowl clean. I leave the plunger in the toilet for a couple hours. That's a good move. To just rinse whatever residuals on there. And then I put the bleach in there to... Because I don't like putting the plunger back on the floor. Well, I put it in the trash can. So I do a couple... Okay. Yeah. I do a couple uh, cleans on there and I swish it around. So if, I don't, if there's no particles and the water's looking clean, do a couple dabbles, get the water off, and put it right in the trash can to let it dry off. That's it. That's that's how we did it at home. Growing but the up. bleach, the bleach move. I think Rachel, I might might want to get a little bit of bleach you under just put the a, sink. Yeah, you just put just a little, little dabble. It, it, it makes me feel better about putting the bl- plunger back on the tile. Because if I take the time to clean the tile every once in a while, I don't want to poop it up. Yeah, I, but I, you know what? It's funny because like growing up, like I can mentally picture our plunger. Next to and like there was definitely poop a little bit on it. Uh, yeah, it was. Well, it was crazy because before people pooping, not many people, and we all loved the downstairs bath. That was the best toilet ever. Yeah, if that that's the optimal place. But to even poop. going back to our old house, I remember. But even mom upstairs. hand cleaned the toilet. Yeah, with the chemicals these days, you really don't have to do that. Yeah, but it, I and I always I loved it. Sitting on a nice clean toilet is pristine. That's are you great. talking about the outside or the inside? Because I hand inside she no, nah, I don't put my hand inside. Because the what bowl. she would do is kind of like a flush or two, and then with the water in there, pour whatever cleaner she used. Um, yeah, and then use that to clean the whole inside. Because she would get up and under. Well, that's what the brush is for. That's another thing. The brush is a whole situation. I use. I, I splatter a bit because I, I fart well, a lot. Well, that's when what I, the brush is for. Yeah, and that's a whole. No, yeah, like, so you should use the brush. Okay, Rachel, we're having a conversation. <laughs> this well, isn't an embarrassed gene hour. I thought that's hey, what we're this having pod, a discussion. I thought that with the podcast, the point of the podcast. You're is, right. We should change the name. I've been trying to get better with it. Um, what I do is is. I have a toilet named the Grand Champion 3. I shouldn't have... That thing should flush everything off. Nah. But I got spackle poop sometimes. That shit comes out so sticky that, like... You need the brush to even get it to move. Um, I I have, like, my brush... I I don't know. I can't picture what your brush is like. We have... it's, It's, you know, two feet long, the cone thing. It's got a nice little adapter because when you put it in, it, like, closes around it. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, I have. But before <laughs> I put that in there, I I swish it around. The few times I've used it, I swish it around real good, because there's been times I went to use it, and then a particle falls off, and I go, 
Oh, man, that's been a poop article in there for quite a while. See, I, that's, <clears throat> I get excited by that. I'm like, yeah, I'm cleaning it, you know. Sometimes you got to see the filth to know it's getting clean. <laughs> but uh, um, I use my brush, and I get as best under the rim as I can, but I'm not putting my hand in there. Now, the outside... Because there is actually quite a yeah, divot sh- in there. Be get, I, I don't think. No, I'm no, yeah, I, I don't think so either, but, you know, I, poops, uh, poops. Now, the outside of the, like, the bowl and, like, on the floor area, like, I hand clean that, but... Oh, yeah, I don't, I won't have a problem with that. The Clorox wipes will get there. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah, I don't put my hand in the bowl, um, unless I drop something in there and have to. Uh, I think I would be like, Rachel, come get this, throw my cell phone out if I drop it. Here's the crazy thing is, uh, I don't, I've learned, I don't flush the toilet. I always flush right after I duke, before I wipe. But then you don't get to see it. Do you look at it? Do you look at your turd before you flush I, it? Occasionally. You should. But I know I, I have the same dukes all the time. I don't yeah. know how this, this word duke came into my fucking vocabulary. He called the, what is it? He called the shit poop. That shit smells like dookie, yo. But uh, because if... If I can clog up the toilet with just a turd, turd, I don't even risk adding yeah. toilet paper to that. So I always do a double flush. Well, let me ask you this. Have you had turds big enough where it doesn't completely go in the water? Like it's submarine in a little bit? Yeah. Well, I, I've told you I've had it where it, it fucking hits the back of my nuts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Can we? Come on. I don't know. We're built... Uh, we're Actually, brothers. weekly that happens. And that I, would freak me out. It's a... I mean... Yeah, Gene would be vomiting for the next two weeks. Uh, to me, it's like... I would be like, Rachel, get me the throw-up bucket. It's time yeah. to poop, and then... Well, you have to get used to stuff like that. And for me, it's like, yeah, that was a good one. So it's coming out, and the weight of it flaps against your nutsack. It doesn't... <laughs> doesn't stay there, but it touches it. How low are your nuts? <laughs> now, has this happened? Actually, it, I don't... Does it differ from toilet to toilet? Because I've been in toilets no. before nah, just... where they're real low, and I'm afraid, like, when I go to wipe, my fingers might touch nah, the water. It has nothing to do with the toilet. It's it's just the uh, fecal matter. It's long. Damn. And, and yeah, the first... That feels good, doesn't it? Hell yeah, that's what Damn, I'm saying. Dude. The first time it happened, probably, I was like, what the fuck? But now it's like... It's like when you throw a skee ball and get it in the middle. It's like, yeah, nailed it. I'm nailing this. That turn. Now, when it comes out, do you put? You, you've said you had. This, you've learned like to, you can just open your butthole and just let it come. You, yeah, you can't. You can't tighten your sphincter. You have to be disciplined, uh, and like learn how to breathe without tightening your sphincter to get it in one piece. Now, does that make you think? I can see why butt sex kind of feels good. No, because the relief isn't in the butthole. The relief is up in here. See, because I've had, like, when I get I've a never solid been, I've poop. I've never had a big poop, and I was like, oh, shit. Not that, but I've had a big poop where I go, like, that felt, you're right, maybe it's just the whole system, but I go, damn, I feel healthier, and that felt kind of good. Yeah, not in a sexual Isn't a man's prostate, like, you close to it. their butthole? Apparently, yeah. So maybe your turd just, like. No, nah, it's never given me arousal. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels it's relieving. It's like you know, and you know that's going to be a clean wipe, definitely. Well, we know for you, 
Sometimes I don't this even have to worry never, about that's it. That's insane to me. It's called confidence. <laughs> we're, we're insanity. Um, all right, well, real quick, uh, we got. Two, I'm going to get to two things real quick. Let's finish talk, towel talk. Yeah. All right, so you have a decorative towel, and then you have two towels kind of in rotation, more or less. Yeah. And those two towels that are in rotation, that's also your dry your hands off after you I wipe your really hands. Use a, I don't because I, I use my kitchen sink to wash my hands and stuff. So after you poop, you go to the kitchen to wash your hands. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just use those towels by the bathroom, like that, or in rotation, just to wash, dry my hands off real quick. That's now you're you're a shower, uh, pretty much every day. Usually, every day, every other day. So I, yeah, I never go more than like two. So three. so those two towels can last you a week then, because you're saying you use them three times. That's actually yeah, about a week. About okay. a week between those two towels. So you have towels that have are sitting that towels. are not even been yeah. touched. Yeah. Now let me get your thoughts on this. Like when we first got married, um, on our registry, we got some nice towels. At first, I didn't like them because they were too soft, and I must feel like they had like a the fibers had to get worn out. They had to get like bit. yeah roughed up because I I was like they're not soaking. I up. know. Yeah. It almost had like uh, it's like when you use too much. Um, uh, fabric softener. It's like I feel like I'm putting oil on myself. I'm just pushing They're the just water too around. Plush. I know what you mean. You know, I, I kind of like a scratchy towel. I feel like <laughs> I'm we're goddamn used to it growing up. You know, <laughs> we, we had some rough towels yeah. in that house. Yeah, seriously. But, Don't uh, touch the decorative ones, but go ahead and grab the bleach one that doesn't half of it's missing. Yeah, for real. But um, I could see that. Like a nice plush towel would take some time to really become. And I I get it. Absorbed. Like if I had company. I would be like, put the plush towels out. But like when I want one, I'm like, where's the scruffiest, gnarliest one? Because my favorite thing after I get you a guys shower, have matching towels. That's good. I wish I had matching. Towels. We do have. Uh, we have like two sets well, and then like the a couple randos. I always use the brown ones. I'm always looking for the brown ones. Uh, Which is a great we, color. Every towel should be brown. Yeah, because it's funny because even the white ones we have, I'm looking at them now, they're monogrammed. There's a big L on them for Laborty, yeah, the, yeah, so we yeah. can't even bleach them or else we'll ruin oh, them. Oh, right, yeah. That's the only thing. That's why a lot of like, gyms and hotels, they use white everything so they can bleach it. That must have been the nice thing about living in like the Soviet Union. It was like everybody had the same color towels, you know, same color socks. Like, you don't have to think much, you know? And I well, thinking gets old, bro. I've heard that for kids growing up when they were in Catholic school, being like, I didn't, like... The uniform was fine. It, the uniform, you Decision have to do fatigue. it. Decision fatigue. Yeah. They say, I, like, the richest people in the world have uniforms, so they don't have to make a decision. That's why I wear the same gym shorts and five shirts all the time. That's why you should I'm start wearing that cape I'm every day. The, my Indonesian cape? Yeah. Things pretty sweet, actually. But you don't have to think about what you want to wear. Uh, it smells good, too. Well, interesting. Jeannie, didn't cover uh, your own towel it's habits. Okay, so our towel habits here, I'm not going to speak on Rachel, but uh, usually there is a towel always hanging. We have the hand towel. It's not decorative, but it's for, it's right a, above the uh, bathroom sink to dry your hands off. And we have, we actually have four hooks. Two of the hooks behind the door or take four hooks in your bathroom yeah two of them big of a bathroom where the hell are they two of them are behind the door we have six counting the hand towel where you got a lot of hooks and rachel replaced them they're dangerous hooks (laughs) those could fuck you up dude they're sturdy hooks though sturdy and i'm wild i bang in this shit Uh, i should not have ceiling fans 
I hit the shit out of my ceiling fan <laughs> constantly. <laughs> constantly, dude. I had to move all the chains. I got rid of and put them up on top of the blades. Like, if I had a kid, we would have to get rid of the ceiling fans and never turn them on because I've almost put a little kid into a ceiling fan. I feel like the ceiling fan's getting antiquated. Like, it is antiquated. Because totally. I, I like if I'm in a ho- like if I'm in an Airbnb, I'll pop it on, but it doesn't proper like it moves the air, but it doesn't put air on it's, you. It's antiquated in the in the aspect that if you are hot, yeah, it's not doing nothing. But it is nice, like it's a nice little breeze. But like in it terms moves of, the air. Yeah, I, I would I would just say I need higher ceilings because I when I take my shirt off and shit, my hands are up in the air and I'm fucking. Rachel, you just got the clip of what it's going to... I don't know if you noticed on the uh, the thumbnails Rachel's been putting. She's been trying to find the most awkward positions yeah, of I'd you. Yeah, i probably do a lot of them. Uh, there you but go. no, like if you have central air, you don't need a ceiling fan. Right. And then also for me, I only buy box fans because I want the sound. The sound. And you don't want a loud ceiling fan. Yeah, because if it's loud, it goes... Or it's rackety, yeah. When the whole time I'm sleeping, I've been places where I'm like, this fucking thing's coming down. And the trick is, like, literally, I've, I've installed one before. They'll come with little weights, and it's like, if it's uneven, tape a nickel on top of one of the blades. Yeah, it's like, uh, for that to be in the instructions, that must be a pretty common thing. But anyway, your towels. Towel talk. Uh, so we always usually have one. And Rachel, you would know. How many towels? Do- we have a lot more that we keep in stock for when fancy people come over. Uh, how many towels do you think we have in rotation? The br- we always use the brown ones pretty much. Yeah, I put all the other ones away because we had like too many, and I wanted them all to match, so I just kept one set out. We probably have eight total. So she keeps them in, and we have a, a basket to put them in when they're when they're done right outside the bathroom. We always have one hanging, and so when I get out of the shower, since I have long hair, uh, I'll grab that one because I know it's pretty clean. It's probably when Rachel just got done showering, and I'll dry my hair off with that one mm-hmm. as much as I can, and then get out, and I'll use that to pat down, and then grab a fresh one to go in the bedroom to really get dry. So you're a two towel per yeah. Towel. With the hair, what do you then do with that towel though? That <sighs> first towel. Bring, I knew she was going to bring this. The you first th- one. Yeah, the first towel that. Uh, was sometimes hanging. I'll just hang it back up. Okay, well that's my towel. <laughs> But sometimes when I'm feeling good, I'll put it in the basket where it should go. Why do you need to be feeling good to put a towel in a basket? Well, what I'm saying is if you're hanging it back up, that's my towel. (laughs) That's that's, that's towel contamination. So you're using my towel to dry your hair. These are our towels, people. No, but I'm saying even amongst family members, if I even think somebody else used a towel... I'm, yes. I'm pissed off. Like, don't use my fucking towel. Or, like, don't tell me to reuse one of the towels. Well, like, let's put it in my towel. You're right. I'm not in the I'm not in the right here. I'm, I'm in the wrong. But I will say, growing up, we had no matching towels. So, so it was easy. It was That's like, all right, the blue one and then the bleach purple one or whatever. Like, that one was already used. It's we hanging had on some the door. matching towels, people. We weren't total animals. But we yeah, had fancy right. towels. But, you're right. You know, because we always... I feel like growing up, we always had one hang on the door, and to me, I was like, that's the uh, mop up the wet floor towel. Someone already Which used- was somebody's towel, probably. But no, that then you, you put that on the ground, or you 
put it where the dirty towels would go. You wouldn't hang that one back. If I use it on the floor, I'm not hanging that back up. Okay. But the reason I, I hang in the shower and dry my hair off as much as I can is because I'm trying to keep the water on the floor. Yeah, I get down. that. Uh, <sighs> but, yeah, you should, you, should, you should do what I do instead of using just any towel. Have two towels going. No, but a lot of times, no. A lot of times, I will take that towel do, do you into the 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 one Rachel used that I use for my hair. I will take that and bring it into the bedroom and put it on the floor, or I will hang that up on the door because I have a second purpose for a, a used towel on days that I don't shower. What could that for doing what with it? Sharing a lot here. This is for the f- fans. Uh, sometimes when I don't shower, I wake up and my nuts are really sweaty. So I use that old towel to kind of uh, dry my nuts and wiener off. Okay. Are it's they better that, that wet? Than, are you, you, you can't, I sleep naked a lot. You can't wipe stink off. I know. It's not wiping the stink. I don't. Maybe it's autism or something or, or whatever. I don't like the feeling of wetness around there. I want it to be dry before I put brand new underwear okay. on. I get that. I get that, part and then of that it. is not getting used again. But I'm glad you're saying these things because I uh, use your bathroom and so like I, I'm, I no no no. There's never, I just want to know that this goes on. There's never going to be a, a, a grimy ass towel in that bathroom. I you could, uh, listen, dude. If I know what nuts smell like, even if they're not terrible. Oh yeah, no. That's I would never, know if it was a nutty towel. I think, and I will to give myself credit when I'm in the shower. I'm doing work, dude. I'm taking skin off. I sometimes wash too hard. I think, and this is just my personal opinion, I think you should not do that, but shower more often. Okay, don't... I shower plenty people. Sometimes I skip a day if I'm feeling lazy, but it's not like I'm fucking... My uh, my burning question right now is: Do you ever touch the washcloth that's hanging in the bathroom? Never. I don't. I don't okay, fuck good. with because we have those uh, on our bars of on, on our bars of soap. Rachel has these like these mesh yeah, bags, right. and you can really fucking. Yeah. I mean, there's times where I've used them, and I get out of the shower, I'm like, I took off a little Went too a much little skin. Too hard, yeah. I use a I use a rag. On my face every time I shower. To steam, kind of. No, because I don't use soap on my face at all. So I just use a, a hot-ass towel to wash oh, my okay. face. Because when I use soap on my face, I break out. But um. Well, ever since we, she's been getting these kind of like uh, fancy soaps or whatever, that, what do they call Dry-press soaps? Well, it sounds fancy as shit. Mm, they're just handmade yeah, they're fancy. They have like like brick, a, a, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but like they have some great smells and to them. And some of them that are not so great, I'm sure. Uh, I haven't had any bad. Rachel I knows try to the, pick good Rachel ones. knows the smells I like. Because some of them do stink. But like they smell weird. Like you would never want to smell it. Unless, yeah, like there's some patchouli ones. I was ones. just going to say Things that. like that. Yeah, she knows. I Like I don't like lavender I don't want to smell like sage and fucking smoke. I like the fruity smells. But these bricks of soap, they have perfect corners on them. So I can use that corner to get... Right on my nose here, the the mm-hmm. T line, and really get into some crevices and really. So you, you go. I usually soap down twice in the shower. I kind of do a soft wash. I get it. Then I get my hair, and then I do a real hard scrub. And I've had to learn to like some 
Yeah, you don't Especially wanna... my taint. Sometimes I'll get in because there's an itch and I go at it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can definitely do some damage in the shower. But I, uh, I have the same exact routine in the shower. It's so, it's so bizarre to think, like, I haven't changed my shower routine maybe ever. Here's the thing. If your hair, well, you don't have it in the back. If you grew your hair out another six inches, your routine has to completely change. Yeah. The hair does. Because the, the heart, uh, half my time I'm in the shower, I mean, I usually take like a 45-minute shower. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's because I'm, you know. No, I get it. But, but half of it is fucking pulling hairs off my wrist and off the soap to not fucking have, you know, there's nothing worse than getting out of the shower and you're like, what's this? And you're pulling a hair out of your butt crack. Pulling that's the, the weirdest feeling yeah, in the world. pulling a tail out of your ass. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a different, it's a different ball game. But Rachel, I mean, you're a one, you have long hair. You're a one towel girl? Um, I have like a small head wrap thing. Oh, that's right. She has a, so a special I get out, head wrap. I dry my hair with my towel and then I put it in my like yeah. head wrap thing and then I dry off with the towel. Like with now, the let me ask you something. When you dry your face, do you pat or do you like? I do like a pat. Like I'll like yeah just put yeah put I, it on my face. I've seen people like, uh, in like movies and in in uh, communal bathrooms. That we we can talk about in another episode, but like, you know, you, you dry your hair and then they like fucking use the towel like all crazy. The on their skin face. on your face is really sensitive. I, You're I, not I just, supposed to like pull at it. And I I probably wash it too hard and dry it too hard. Yeah. You saying that, I think I do go. Because here's the thing. When I shower, I'm like in gym mentality. I'm like, I want to get in, get it hard and worked. And when I'm done, there's a trail of wet feet and I'm I want to be so clean. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, think I I would suggest. Every once in a while, though. In your face instead of like. Yeah, your skin's always irritated, too. I got to get in the routine. Rachel has a fancy face cream. That if I use it two days in a row, I can tell immediately. But okay. like, because also what time I get the shower, I'm like, I'm tired of this wet situation. I want to get out of here. I also got a podcast I'm listening to. So I want to move the speaker into the bedroom and listen to it while I. Sometimes I'll take that fresh towel and put it on the corner of the bed <clears throat> and sit there and kind of air dry a little bit. Yeah. My friend Joe used to do that. I, I was to me. That's like, what? I get I get what air drying means, but like that's never even most of it mind. is I I got twenty minutes left in this podcast, so you're just kind of hanging. Like I, 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 I always, 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 always take a fresh pair of underwear and a fresh beater into the bathroom with me. I go in naked, but I bring a pair of underwear and a beer with me, and as soon as I'm done drying off. I'll put like in the bathroom because I I, I don't know why. it feels like it steams up in there too much like so like I don't want any moisture in my underwear. I got you. I got, that's just how I do. And it. then also, if it's there, um, if there's like an old like one of the towels that now it's like it's on the floor, it's been there for a few days. I'll take that towel and it's it's going directly into the laundry. I'll take it and scrub my heels and get some of that dry skin off with it. Okay. Yeah, that's a nice feeling. I don't and then it. floss my toes. Like, Scott, you know, I my feet sweat a lot. So <laughs> I know it's gross, but I I try to take care of my feet. I just do that with my finger before I get in the shower. I do it when I'm dirty, not when I'm clean. 
Nah, because a lot, especially with ours, a little bit of water builds up. By time, you know, after 45 minutes, there's an inch of water around the feet, not that much, but then the feet are real wet. So, like, there is the extra, some extra, yeah. you know, skin to, yeah, yeah. to scrape off. I, that, yeah, having, uh, being in a puddle when you're showering. And it's ours, we've, tr- it's because of the hair. That, yeah, and every couple of months, like, we're at the point, I think we have to drain it again. It's an older house. But yeah, half of the time I'm I'm battling hair, me and Rachel's, and so every two minutes in the shower I'm taking my toe to scrape over the drain, that freaks- and then a little fucking thing of hair comes out I gotta pick it up and throw it in the corner. I'm not used to that at all. So like, once a month I'll have to take a little hair off the drain, and I I gives me like anxiety. I'm like fuck, am I going bald? And it's just a tiny bit, but like sometimes. Rachel, uh, you know, she'll be like, I'm going to get a shower in the morning before work. And then I'll go get a shower. I don't uh, Do you wash your hair after everything? No. Because I'll step in there. And I'm like, why is this so slimy? It feels like conditioner is. It's conditioner. I'm fucking surfing in there. And there's, it's the hair with like film, soap and film in there. And when I go to turn, you know, I turn the spigot on, a fucking clump pops out, and I got to pick it up with my hand and put it in the fucking trash. That's what love's all about, dude. That's what happens when, like, the water builds up a little bit, and then the all that soap, soap scum, scum mm-hmm. comes yeah. down. Hair first, right? Mm-hmm. Hair, I always... Well, I'll do... I can dish. Too. I will do shampoo first, and then, like, I might start... Um, shaving or something, and a lot of times I'll Women start. Have to shave a lot. Yeah, I'll yeah. start conditioner, and then I'll like do shaving and stuff like that. Yeah, let it sink and in. let it soak, <laughs> and then I'll rinse the conditioner, uh, and then I wash my face after everything. See, you're just a practical person. That's the only way to do it. You wash your hair, get to condition, and let it hang out while you do everything else. And at the very end, that's when I get my my rag and I do my face. But I don't I. Have you, do you ever shave in the shower? Never. And I, it's funny you mentioned that because I was going to bring that up. I learned at a very young age, even like my face, I don't shave nothing else, uh, butthole, we, we had that discussion already. Um, because when like a lot of people get like a hot lather or yeah. like they, they like to get like a hot towel and shit on their neck, when I have like wet pores and hot pores, I... When I shave, it's too close of a shave. Yeah, because your pores like opening Open up, out. and I'm like going. T- You're hitting skin without even knowing it, until, and then it's so I never. And then an hour later, after the shower, you fucking no moisture like at all. Like, I I won't even uh, shave like after I dry off and stuff. Like I need like an hour or so for all my pores to go back normal before I'll shave. Now, do you uh, what I, I always do? So my routine, I do a water shower as soon as I get in there. I, I still have my hair up, and I just water shower my pits, crevices and stuff, just mm-hmm. get, you know, whatever. And then I do my hair, and I only do the two-in-one head and shoulders, and then do, like, a, a quick soap wash where I get my face real good, and then I do a full deep body wash. And then I end the sh- when I after I rinse off, turn it on cold. You've said on this podcast that you only do cold. I go for I don't get hot hot only with like I want to exfoliate something, 
Um, but yeah, I, I do like lukewarm, and then I go to I turn the heat completely off. Stories change, Stephen. Do you like a really hot shower? Yeah. Not like scalding, but I like it. No, as, you get a hot. I like it shower. as hot as I can take it. That's what I like. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't do that. Like, yeah. Only every once in a while, where there be will there be steam in my shower. Yeah. If there ain't no steam, I'm not clean. Yeah. See, I it's like so relaxing, dude. That's why I I don't. <clears throat> Uh, I have never in my life been a shower before work or in the morning, guy. Yeah, no. Shower at night, so you get in bed comfortable, wake up. It just makes gotta... me tired. Yeah. Well, when I was in college, I, I'd wake up and after some hard nights, get a cold shower, and that will. Well, that's yeah, that's different. But yeah, no, I grew I up showering in the morning. It does. I I feel like it wakes me up. I don't like to shower right before bed. Well, you, like, th- when you have hair, that's that's yeah. the big going, thing. Going to sleep wet is a problem, or uh, you know, having moist hair because then you wake up and it's a fucking problem. Even this, especially with like Rachel having curlyish hair, it's a yeah. real problem. But yeah, no, I'm never a hot shower. It's Luke. It's, it's room better temperature. For you. It's better for your skin. It gets you cleaner. But I always no, the. The hot, I'm the sure it does. Cold get you. water is better for your skin, and it releases oh. endorphins um, in your body when you. What I'm saying is, really? I the reason I end, I, I turn the heat all the way off, is it closes up your pores. So you're not sweating your balls off. Not only that, but it's healthier for you. Okay. You're not as like open poured and having you know. Sometimes when I'm feeling real fancy, I'll bring a cup of ice in the shower with me. <laughs> I w- <laughs> but if I am like not feeling good. I will do a hot shower yeah. as hot as I can take it, yeah. and then do cold, and then go lay down because the hot to cold, and then you get in, warm up in a bed, you'll fall right asleep. That, the night, the other night, we can finish in this because it's not really whatever. We probably are at time, but uh, the other night when I was telling you I wasn't feeling good, and you were having that whole fucking freak out and shit, was not a freak out? Yeah, it Justified. Was, it, I felt so shitty that I after I got in the shower. And fucking did the soak, and I got out of the shower, and I still didn't feel good. And that never happens. The hot shower fixes everything. It's usually pretty good, except for a toothache. Nothing fixes that. But dude, it was—I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, I had duked that day, so it wasn't that. I don't know. Next time, and I've, I've said this in the podcast before, and this is a, a thing that I truly believe. There's probably some pseudoscience to it, or whatever you want to call it. If you're nauseous, and I've had plenty of tummy aches. Run your wrist under cold water. I will try it, but Le- it wasn't nausea. It was no. I'm just saying, like, if your stomach's not feeling good, I don't know. I don't know if it makes the blood go a certain way, helps out in a certain way. But I have gotten myself out of pinches, like at work, when I'm like, I can't take PTO right now, and I'll just go and le- lean on the counter, and just put it the coldest water you can get, run it over your wrist. I swear to God, and it I works would, with headaches too. I would have tried it that night. It was like three hours. It just wouldn't go away. It was fucking annoying. Well, uh, luckily, we're gonna uh, we're gonna decide what dinner we're gonna have. It's either the the fancy grilled chicken Rachel does, chicky parm, hamburger helper. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I just it's always I get some nostalgic hamburger helper. Is and good. I will never make it for myself. And we got some nice asparagus guy, and then I got a treat. I got this fancy vanilla bean ice cream. And we got some some of that uh, crackle. No, it's not crackle. Is it just syrup? It's just syrup. 
The oh, crunch okay. syrup or just chocolate? I thought no, it was the crunch, but it's just syrup. Have you ever had the syrup that, syrup that makes a shell? That's what I was that's talking about. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is, crackle. I thought that's what it was. Any kind of sugar I'm good. I figure my, my spirit animal is no longer the owl. It's bee. I'm a bee. I'm just constantly eating sugar. I decide I'm an elephant. Okay. I want to touch an elephant. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging in. Steven's already cracking in the cookies before dinner. Um, thanks for tuning in, and uh, you guys will be all right. We promise you that. Whether it's poop, towels, crackers, doctors. Oh, I might surgery on Tuesday. We'll have to do a post-op pop. Yeah, we'll do a post-op on that. Uh, but you guys be all right. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Joey, shout out. Thanks for the comments. Uh, we have apparel out now, guys. You can get yourself a shirt of a UBI right podcast shirt. Um, they come in all sizes, even ones that fit me. So uh, go on our website, check that out, and uh, have a good week.